And welcome everyone to the weekly walk through H-Towns coming to you from the hub of the community, Heston Public Library, sponsored by Podcasting Equipment, sponsored by USW Local 11228. I'm Rusty Witcher, joined by Susan Lamb. Hi, Susan. Hello, Rusty. How are you? I'm pretty good. So right now it is almost one o'clock on a Tuesday. Uh-huh. It is like 112 degrees outside. And 150 in this room. 150 in this room and 30 degrees in Goodland. I right haven't now. been following it because I, I, I ate lunch out. The front is on its way. Oh, seriously? 30 degrees in Goodland at about a half an hour ago is what last I saw. Okay, so, so like we have a lot of challenges getting the temperature right at night mm-hmm. at home. And so a lot of times there'll be a fire in one room and doors open in the adjoining room to try to keep the house cooled down for sleeping. What is the perfect temperature for sleeping? Ooh, 64, 62. Okay, yeah, 65 for You guys us. in? We've, we've oh, got the two, we've got the two bowlers in. here, the two bowlers here from who qualified for state, and they, they're a green 62. You want it cold, right? I like it warm. You oh, like yeah. it warm? I like it freezing. Cold. Freezing. Uh, yeah. Freezing because you get the blankets all curled up under your yeah. chin and you stay yeah. warm. If it's too hot, oh. Oh, no, no. So the other night, uh-huh. opened t- two different sources of ventilation, shut the bedroom door, came back in, and guess what black and white striped creature had apparently been within a mile of my home in the snow. I would guess a skunk. <laughs> my goodness, it's shocking. Oh. And it's like, how do you get a skunk smell out of a room that it's not, like you didn't, oh, it's awful. Good luck. Yeah, so I sprayed a bunch of spray and then had to shut everything and slept at 67. Ooh. Yeah. That's okay. That's okay. Bad. I mean, now, Susan, what what do you set your air conditioner in? Mm. Same number. <laughs> No, I don't know. Okay, like, I, just, I try to be responsible. Okay, I was just curious. I mean, what is, it's supposed to be at seventy-eight. I don't know. I seventy-two. I have it okay. set at seventy-two in the summer and sixty. In the, in the summer, sixty-six in the winter. In the summer, we still turn it down to sixty-five. Oh my gosh! Well, there's a large thank you note that comes every month. So. <laughs> Dear Lamb family, I believe it. Your friends from yeah. Evergy. Yes, yes. Well, we are actually joined by Tanner and Mario. You guys are the representatives of bowling for Hessen High School and you guys qualified for state so really I mean well done well done we got our studio audiences applauding um so first of all guys tell our listeners about yourselves your age and how you guys got your start in bowling well I'm 14 and I started through family pretty much okay and this is Tanner talking so tell, make sure uh, you introduce yourself to, yeah yeah that's fine uh, yeah uh Mike Grandparents bowled, my dad okay. bowled, and then we went to Eastgate Lanes one time. Okay, that's how I started in the youth program last year. All right. Year. Okay, so it kind of got your it got the hooks into you, and yeah. you it never let off, huh? Yeah. Mario, what about you? Um, well, I'm 14 as well, and uh, the way I really got into bowling is one time Tanner just asked me to go okay. bowling in Newton, and this was like. The same day that he got into the program. Okay. So I just went there and said, and eh, why not? Why don't I just try it for one day and see what it does? And uh, just been bowling ever Wow, since. good for you guys. So bowling isn't exactly a well-known sport at the Heston High School ranks. So and I'm guessing what kind of process is there for you guys to compete in bowling? Could you just jump in and go, or do you have to have some type of formal application to the board and, and how that work? Well, what we did... We had to get the new AD to sign off on okay. it, and we went to the I went to the board meeting and got them to vote on it, okay. and Clint signed on it. Yeah. Okay, 
I would have went to the board meeting, but there was a choir concert the same day, so. Okay, so. It's all right. We have, we have meetings once a month. You're welcome to come <laughs> anytime. We appreciate it when people show up. All right. Yeah, so that that's great. That's really great to know. So, and, and then away you guys went, and you guys bowl, obviously, in Newton. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so what are practices like, and where do you guys practice, and when do you practice, and yeah. Uh, we practice at Eastgate Lane okay. in Newton by the truck stop. Right, right, okay. And, I mean, practices, I mean, you're bowling, mm-hmm. and the coach is just helping you from, like, 345 to about 530. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I think, well, like, most of the time at the beginning of practices, like, at the beginning of the year, we uh, practice, like, spares and stuff. Okay. And then we just got more into it. All right. Throughout the season. Okay. Do you ever work on special shots, like hook shots or, or you know, I don't yeah. know, straight shots when you're trying to pick up a spare? Because that's what I call it. Yeah. <laughs> or as I know it, the gutter ball that I'm really good at throwing. <laughs> so. I mean, I work on playing like a straighter line, more of the gutter and hooking it into the pocket. Okay. That's mm-hmm. how, that's why usually I practice. Yeah. Usually I try to practice the, the same thing, but. I also try to practice some spares too. We both do it like every once in a while. Oh, I've got a question that I'm not that I didn't write down earlier, but it's a good question because I've seen enough PBA on t- television. Mm-hmm. How many bowling balls do you guys have? Like 12, oh, 15? That's a, uh, that's a good question. I got about 15, 16. <laughs> How many? 15 or 16. Are you kidding? <laughs> I was just thinking like a dozen's a lot. Yeah. Oh my, my goodness. goodness. It's like a litter of kittens. <laughs> you, you could start your own team. Wait, are you saying Mario has more? No. No. Oh, okay. Uh, do you have more than one? Yeah. Why? Well, because some balls, some balls you have to be able to throw straight, and some balls you have to be able to throw with a curve. He's yeah. counting. I have six. How do you keep them straight? Name them or what? <laughs> well, they all look different, so it's, yeah, it's a little easier to tell. Do you have a favorite? I do. Okay, well, what color is it? Blue. Just solid blue. Yeah. All right. What about you, Mario? I have a favorite as well, and it's blue. Both blue. Okay, we have the same, we have the yeah, same ball. Use the same you ball. ball. Okay. Yeah. Uh, do you, does but, at least have your names you on each seat? Have a sep- no, but he's lefty and I'm yeah, right. Yeah, uh, I'm left-handed, so like the Wait, fingers are different sizes. What are you talking about? I thought they didn't even drill these anymore. No, they do. Well, I see you guys. You're not putting your hands in the openings. You're just like we don't. We don't have a thumb hole. Yeah, we use oh, two fingers and two hands. Oh my goodness! Yeah. I didn't even know that. So Look no at, thumb hole. Yeah, I mean, I have a ball if you guys want to see it, but. Well, yeah. I mean, we'll have to. Did you know that? Well, no, I didn't that know out. that. It, it is a thing now. To it's basically like rolling a ball to a little kid across the room. It's two-handed bowling. Yeah. It's two. Look at that. No oh, wow. thumb hole. There isn't. Okay. We'll just. Wow. Yeah. Two, two of those. Yeah. yeah. I wish this were a, like I look bad today, but I wish we could be on TV. And this this ball's name is Ice. Yeah. It's a, this is my spare ball actually. So this is the one that I throw straight. It doesn't hook at all. Yeah. What do you mean it doesn't hook? You couldn't hook if you wanted it to? Well, you could. It's, it's just the like core is like a pancake, so it doesn't like. Yeah. Like oh. oh, really? Yeah, there's straight. like different type of cores and different type of bowling balls. Like. Okay, so. Okay, I am learning so much. I this know. is cool. I thought <laughs> this, this is cool. Be. Okay, so here's. I'm oh, sorry, but I have to ask a quick question. So, how many are you allowed to have on the whatever that's called, the rack or whatever? Well, the, there's not really a certain amount. It's just okay. like until they're full, until it's like full. And like most, most of the racks time, can fit twelve bowling balls. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and most of the time, uh, like at tournaments, like the tournaments we go to, we like put our spare balls on the bottom, 
and just leave our like strike balls on there. And like, you would you could it's allowed that you could say, Oh, I gotta get that one out. Yeah. I take five or six bowling balls to return. Who carries yeah. all that stuff? Me. I got two rolling bags. And, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I just thought that was an extra outfit in case you wanted to change. No. Oh, my gosh. I'm, oh, my okay. goodness. All right. Keep going with the questions. Wow. Okay. So, okay, let's let's brag a little bit, guys. It's not time to be humble, but what is your personal best? What are your what are your records? 733 out of three. So, and, and the best you can do is 900, right? Yeah. My okay. highest game is Mine, 279. 279. Yeah. Mine is a 731 for three. Oh. And then my high game is a 279 as well. You... <laughs> Like they're, they're trying I, to keep it even. You know, I rolled a 279 once, but it took me like six games to yeah. do it. So I am a horrible bowler. I am an absolutely horrible bowler. So, But is bowling like reading and shooting baskets and every other thing, do you get better the more you practice? Yeah. Yeah. Measurably like, so? Like, can you go, oh my gosh, a year ago I couldn't do that? And yeah, now? a year ago yeah, I was shooting maybe 400 um, in the 690s every time. Yeah. Okay, so a 279, is that? I'm trying to do the math here. You missed one strike. Yeah, yeah. you got nine. You spared it. You yep. In one in one frame. In yeah. one game. Yeah. In one game, eleven strikes. Maybe you go like first five and then nine one, spare and, and then, then oh my the rest. goodness. Okay, but so you can't really get any better than that. Three hundred. Well, I know yeah. that. You can get I mean, to ninety to eighty. Yeah. I know, to but like you're fourteen. I'm not trying to give to the big head, but if you're that way at fourteen, what are you going to do when you're roll nine hundreds? They're trying to roll nine hundreds. Well, I know, yeah. but just over and over. And well, over. yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Championships. Yeah. 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 I mean, wouldn't you like to be Mister Nine Hundred? Walk into the wall. Oh, that's Mister Nine Hundred. I got a ball against him. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Wow, guys, that's impressive. That is impressive. And you both qualify for state. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so where is state? Uh, Wichita or Bolero, Bolero Wichita. It's yeah, it's like the in Wichita. Okay. It's by Chicken and Pickle. Like that. Over, is that over there on like 13th or, or mm-hmm. Green? Yeah. I have no clue. E- e- I have out, really out idea. East 13th. Yeah, East or 13th Rock, or something. Um, by the theater. Oh, yeah. Okay. 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 Way out there. Oh, mm-hmm. I got a couple cemetery plots out there i'd like to sell to our listeners so way out there used to be out in the country okay well that took a turn you know that's what happens two weeks off the air and i just yeah. lose it wow okay guys so um practice and then so what states tomorrow yeah, yeah. what time like 8 50 in the morning yep oh my goodness so so do you get to go and like have warm-up yeah yeah one we'll, we'll start at 8 40 mm-hmm you get 10 minutes of warm-up? Yeah, at every tournament we get 10 minutes of warm-up. That's, That's not it. a lot, is it? No, I, I'd yeah. need like at least an, a week. And especially with like six people on to a pair. A pair is like two lanes uh-huh. next to each other. It, I mean, you get a couple shots off. You just I, try I to start cutting everybody and I get yeah. up there. Yes. <laughs> okay, just, so could, would it help if you would go this evening? Or would that not carry over? Like, No, I'm not really because yeah. they won't have the same oil pattern on the lanes yeah. there's like, today than they would tomorrow. There's different oil yeah, there's, patterns. Yeah, there's science yeah. behind it. Yeah, yeah there's definitely, yeah. The, yeah. Like yesterday at practice today, we bowled on this really challenging yeah. pattern. And like, Don't do that again. the best score we got, I think, like, the best score he got was like a 160. 165. You yeah. bowled today? Yesterday. Oh, yesterday. Yeah. And where, where at? In New In New oh. yeah. So the oil pattern. Don't look at me. I I just so know that someone, to, like, So the lane is 60 feet. Uh-huh. And the oil usually, their house, like house shot that they put on for leagues is 42 foot with like a Christmas tree 
Yeah. And we bought them on 43, but they put way more oil on the lanes. Okay. So you yeah. had to hit your markers. So it was yeah. either Cause like if not you, hooking. If you would like miss your spot left, uh-huh. well, for me as a lefty, if I would miss my spot left a little, I wouldn't hit the front pin. And if I miss right a little, I would go to the right side. Okay. So. This is interesting. This is, this is see, yeah, my bowling career peaked in sixth grade, so it was pretty much downhill since then. <laughs> but but I do get a little bit, I do understand, because I, like I said, I've watched some PBA stuff before, so I've heard about the oil patterns. and Never heard of that. And how maybe, you know, the PBA, if the lights get hot, it can affect things and change yeah. stuff too. Have you guys ever seen the in, in tournaments that the – oil pattern change a little bit yeah yeah especially for him since not as much for me because i'm a lefty uh-huh. he's a cheater but, he's lefty right well they all do right all those le- all those southpaws right but for him it changes a lot more because of how many different bowling balls and how many different right. styles are going down the side oh that would make lane. a lot of sense okay that's why i bring so many bowling balls with me. yeah that's also another reason why we have so many because like when the oil changes, sometimes your ball doesn't do what you want to do, and then like you have to switch to like either a stronger ball, which curves more, or a weaker ball that doesn't hook as much. So you go to like from ice to double ice or triple ice or well, whatever. That ice is just my spare ball. I, I, I know. Use it for spares. I know. I know. And, uh, mm. That's that's. So a- how long will this take? You'll bubble three games. Yeah, it could take probably an hour. Yeah, hour an hour, and hour, hour and a half. And yeah. then it's over. Yeah. All that? Oh, yeah. I wish it would take longer. It seems like it should take all day. It, yeah, it seems like you should be like playing some type of bracket style tournament or whatnot. But we gotta wait for everybody to get done before. Yeah. We can leave. Uh, so, so then uh, what do you we'll do? We'll be, just we'll be done bowling, but like, yeah. Well, we could just watch. Or go play chicken and pickle. <laughs> so you don't want to get your. Like, would there ever be a roll off? There could be a state. Yeah, there could be. We, for, at our. Tournaments we haven't had any roll offs. Okay. Well, they just do ties. If you tie, they just take your highest score. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. That's this is this is interesting. I like yeah, this. Yeah. Rusty is, and I are fascinating. I am. I'm very fascinated because it's really cool, guys. So, all right. Now let's just switch gears from bowling. Mm-hmm. What other activities do you like to do uh, outside of bowling? What What else? I like to. I do trap shooting, baseball, and I play golf. Okay. All right. Okay. I like it. I like it, Mario. Um, I'm a tennis player. And I'm also, I also really love singing. That's okay. One of Wonderful. We have it all covered. We have the outdoors. We have the indoors. We have the arts. This is cool. It is cool. Okay, so back to the bowling. Um, <laughs> sorry, I'm a little bit obsessed with this. So um, you'll bowl for an hour. So will you know by 4 o'clock? Yeah, we'll know individuals, like, right after all the individuals. Yeah, are yeah. Done. okay. And you are bowling on behalf of Heston as a part of the Newton team. Who are you at state tomorrow? Are you a swather or a railer? Swather. Yeah. Okay. Nice. But the railer coach. Yes. Luckily, we still get the coaches you. that okay. the railers have because yeah. uh, if we didn't, it'd be kind of hard. Yeah. <laughs> you guys coaching each other? You guys, come on, Mario. Come on, Tanner. Yeah. So it's really amazing. It really is. No, this is cool. That's very cool. This is very cool. How many bowlers tomorrow do you guys know? 72. Okay. That was quick. He knew <laughs> right away. Tanner knew right away. 72. Well, guys, thank you so much for coming in. Is there anything you'd like to add? Nope. Okay. Are you going to do this all four years, hopefully? Yeah. yeah. Can you yeah. guys recruit? Can you get more people so Heston can get their own team? We're, we'll try and help you out. Maybe. I mean, we've tried. Okay. A little oh. bit. Yeah, okay. we've tried a little bit. It's just challenging. I understand. Understandable. Well, guys, we wish you the best of luck. Is there anything you'd like to add? No, I got nothing. Okay. All right, you yeah you got to go home and you got to get 
28 bowls ready to go for tomorrow, don't hydrate, you? <laughs> yeah, hydrate yeah. and seven rolling bags and a dump truck to carry all those bowling <laughs> bowls. Yeah. Man. <laughs> Golly. I wish I had, didn't have so much going tomorrow. I'd just swing out there, but that's cool. That is cool. We'll try to um, have you back before the season next year so that right. we can, um, you know, get some um, – build some excitement yeah and we'll try and we'll, we'll try and get some of you guys to not just be you two for hessen high school we'll see if we can't get a whole hessen high school team that'll be our mission yeah, yeah. well you guys have a good day tomorrow we'll be excited we'll be able to follow that on um what's the i'm wondering if keisha keisha probably has something like that updated yeah, there's like a facebook there's a page facebook that has Kansas high school bowling. all right okay. we'll be checking we'll, that out we'll be checking it out all right you guys have a good rest of the day thanks for being thank there. you so much guys you can let Kevin and Jackie in. Okay, sounds great. Because they're going to be yeah, the superintendent's yeah, waiting out there. Yeah, so, so smile gonna, big. When yep, you smile leave. big when you guys head out, and so <laughs> we'll right. get them. We'll get oh, them to come in. All right. You guys can swap seats, and we'll call it good. All right. Perfect. Thank, thank you, you. guys. Thank you, you so much. Here. While they get here, we've got a couple things we can talk about. Talk away. Okay, so I talked with the uh, chamber guru Kim Wallace. Yeah. And they are selling tickets for the chamber dinner. Okay. On March 22nd at 6 p.m. at Sunray Ranch. Thanks, guys. Their tickets are $50 a piece. Okay. Um, the wa- the meal is catered by Water's Edge, and there will be dueling pianos as entertainment. That's a fun They'll also be gig. crowning the Citizen and Business of the Year. I didn't realize there was a crown involved. Something's changed since uh, well, I mean, 2017 on, or whenever. Honoring no, them, awesome. crowning them. What, yeah, 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 that's cool. I like it. Um, tonight, Winter Lecture Series at Dick Arboretum uh-huh. starting at 7.00. Yeah. And then Saturday, there is a winter open house at Dan Cycle um, oh, from 9 to yes. 2. They're having a vintage motorcycle show and a motorcycle parts mm-hmm. and swap meet and saying thank you to Dan and Cammy for 27 years. Yeah, what a great run they've yes. had. I just so admire people that um, feel free to make yourselves at home guests round two. I just admire people that can stay with a business with that kind of yeah. length. And, and man, I tell you, when I talk to people out of the area oh i'm from heston they're like oh home of dan cycle they they instantly they identify know. with it so they know so um yeah it's it's nice i wish them well and I, then i'm already trying to get cammy or signed up for all kinds of activities so we so are we need to for recruit retirement yeah. we need to recruit more bowlers we do for high school athletics we need to also say that the Swather ladies play tonight. Boys won last night. They travel to Southeast, I believe, at Thursday at 7.30 to play Southeast of Saline. And the girls play Burlington tonight's first round. And if they win, they will play Friday at some point, depending on travel Sounds schedule. Sounds right to me. Yeah, in our loaded girls' substate, which is unbelievable when the sixth seed is the Central Kansas League champion. So... But well, I digress. I've written no, way okay. too many column inches about I, that, I, about Keisha. You just you keep expressing your thoughts because seed, I'm substate. keeping all mine to myself. I so, can about talk about them, so, but that's okay. Um, I think we'll let, let Superintendent Logan <laughs> go first if Jackie has Hi, some time. Kevin. I'm, um, I'm going to try to connect with another organization here, so I'm going to get out of the way after I visit with, no. with Kevin. Well, once again, it's great to have our uh, USD 460 school superintendent um, with us today, and I just have to tell you that Kevin is never bored. Am I right? Hey, we have lots of things going on. Li- <laughs> yeah. Life is good in 460. Yeah, that's, you're, you're, that's right. You're never just sitting around waiting for, oh, I wish somebody would bring me one of the William Allen White books so that I could take <laughs> some time to read it. But So, Kevin, I think one of the first things we'd like to start with is maybe just a little bit of an update of the big visual that's going on on the USD 460 campus, and that is the construction project. So maybe just tell people 
whatever you want to say about yeah, that. Yeah, I know a lot of people have seen cranes yeah. and telehandlers and forklifts and lots of extra manpower. And there's there's cool things going there, on with the construction. Uh, actually building in three separate sites around the, the current high school building. And if we start with the one that's been up the longest, the two-story high school structure, mm-hmm. uh, it is on the north end of the building. It will house the majority of the academic uh, classrooms for the high school starting next August. It will have one middle school classroom in it also, which is be our temporary library next year. It's middle school art. Uh, we've okay. tied the, the art rooms okay. together t- uh, just for functional space. But uh, really, uh, uh, the project is going very well. We had uh, some weather issues uh, from mid-December through mid-January. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hutton and their trade partners have really gone to town with catching us back up on that project. We are scheduled to take uh, possession of that August 12th. Okay. And uh, we'll do a quick move in and get started with school next fall wow. in that area. Wow, impressive. And I think you, we, we talked about this before. People start to see it. Now they're seeing things stand up and they're saying, oh, wow, this is – you see it elevating quickly and you see the the fruits of the labor, so to speak. Yeah. Well, what's amazing is when they first pour the concrete, you walk out there and, oh, this is really, really small. This mm-hmm. is really small. And then the metal starts going up and it grows a little bit. And then they start putting walls inside. It's like, oh, my goodness, these classrooms are huge. Yeah, that's wonderful. So it, it's really uh, – it's a neat thing. Uh, I know Mr. Rhodes at the high school took some of our high school staff through a week ago Monday mm-hmm. on their PD day, and I think the staff was all really excited Wonderful. about getting to see what some of those spaces will Good. look like. But Good. I'm going to roll around the building, if that's okay, clockwise, uh, on the back side by oh, the tennis courts. Mm-hmm. Uh, for about two weeks, we've had some uh, pre-stressed concrete stood uh-huh. up. And uh, that is the new weight room. I know a lot of people are saying that's kind of a small gym, but no, it's a really big weight room. And being built like it is, it'll also serve as our uh, campus tornado shelter. Okay, great. Wonderful. And uh, that's seven square feet uh, per person out there. Should be able to fit the entire campus uh, students and staff into into that as a tornado shelter. And then on the the latest that we're seeing some red iron going up on on the southwest corner is the auditorium. Uh And that's really, really exciting. I know that's something that's been asked for for a long time in USD 460 is a bigger auditorium and seats that everyone can see the front of the stage from. (laughs) And we're going to have a 700-plus seat auditorium. Wow, wonderful. Uh, There'll be a a lower uh, deck of seats and an upper deck of seats. I won't go so far as calling it a balcony because it's not a true balcony, but we will have storage under the upper level seats. Uh, mezzanine. A, a large, How about let's call it a mezzanine? mezzanine. We can Perfect. call it a mezzanine. I like it. <laughs> but uh, the, the stage will be wider. The stage will be deeper. Good. And uh, really uh, looking forward to that. So, And then we've got a lot of uh, things scheduled to happen over, wow. over the summer also. So uh, on the inside of the building, uh, I know... Uh, Becky Mason, our food director, is excited. Her kitchen is getting completely remodeled this summer. Oh, cool. Summer of 2024. And at some point in the next 30 days, they will start rehabbing the pool locker rooms into real locker rooms. So any of you have had experience in those over the last 25 or so years? Or more. Yep. Know that they will be cleaned up considerably. I remember those I remember those days even when it was the pool. Was that your graduation where they had to stop for a little while, go in there, take cover, and then come No, out? it was the year after the or two year might have it might have been ninety seven. I think okay. it was nineteen ninety seven. I think it was yeah. I think it was ninety seven because we were kind of laughing about 
out about that. I remember that actually because we had played street hockey that day at the college parking lot. Man, these te- these clouds are getting big and had to go to graduation. And uh, yeah, Kevin would have been a, an instructor. For right. yeah, I didn't attend, but I remember hearing about it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so a lot's going on with the building. It's really exciting. It's a tremendous investment, not only um, of stuff you know buildings and and brick and mortar but it also transitions into an investment in student learning and and evolution and so just say a little bit about what kinds of opportunities it opens up to have this sort of configuration yeah absolutely you know there's two times uh that are really really natural fits for some meaningful change meaningful updates in schools and one is a change with leadership whether that's at the building or district level and the other one's a change in facilities and we've got a huge facility change in front of us and uh, the board of which you are one has has taxed uh, tasked us with uh, coming forward and what can we do better how can we perform better as a middle school how can we perform better as a high school how does that help our district overall <laughs> so we've put together a uh, a group we're calling it our success crew okay uh we're taking the success from the rs the reach for success from the middle school and the crew concept from the high school and trying to bring those together with about a dozen members uh leadership and faculty uh from the middle school from the high school from the district level and then two board members uh both susan and uh, sarah jance uh set on that uh, success crew also. Uh, We are going to start uh, here in the spring uh, with some facilitators through uh, Wichita State Mm -hmm. that will uh, lead us through a change process and we will talk that change is not easy for everybody, but change is sometimes necessary. We're gonna recognize the things that we do well and areas in which we can improve and then set forth on strategies of how do we execute those. I like Uh, it. We had a soft start uh, in the fall took a little refocus time uh, in the first semester, beginning of this semester, mm-hmm. and we come back and uh, start running again this spring. Yeah, and maybe, maybe now this is just me spitballing here, maybe change isn't the word, but maybe evolution. Maybe you're evolving more and, and not necessarily changing. I think people get change, change is bad. Well, evolution, you're evolving, you're you're growing, you're, change, you're, you're evolving into what it needs to be. Yeah, the, the change will be uh, not a change for the, the sense of change. Right. It'll be a, a change for improvement mm-hmm. or an evolution to improve. Yeah. Uh, that is uh, something that, uh, again, that the board has said, hey, we're, we're putting forth these dollars. We're putting forth the capital from our community. Are we doing the absolute best we mm-hmm. can? Right. And there's always that reach out there where we can do better. And sometimes right. it's taking a chance. Mm-hmm. You know, there's there's a mess in the middle, just like we've got a lot of ruts in our yard right mm-hmm. now uh, around the school from from construction going. Not everything's going to be perfect when we when we right. fire up uh, both schools in one building in fall of twenty five. But uh, we want we want to make a a, yeah. a meaningful, concentrated, focused effort uh, to do better. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, and, and for people that are listening that are like, oh, I just can't even picture that. Imagine that you have a person at the middle school right now that is teaching embroidery. I'm going to pick something really non-threatening that no one can get offended. And so if I'm teaching embroidery all day long or just part of the day at the middle school, but there's some high school kids that want to do embroidery, it's tricky to get them to the middle school mm-hmm. to do embroidery. But once those campuses blend, I might be able to serve a greater number of kids, better utilizing my skill, my time, and and meeting a need. So it it'll be great. I have no. Oh, doubt. I think I think you're right on the same track. Or you maybe look at something like the audiovisual stuff that you might not have quite the same access at the middle school. 
that you have to commute back and forth right now. Now everything's right there. Hey, we're going to go to the audiovisual room from the middle school since we're all in one building. I think right. that's a wonderful yeah. thing. It's going to just deepen and broaden the mm-hmm. learning. So school improvement, ESSER to all that is just like code almost for me. So t- talk to the listeners a little bit about some of that. Code. I tell you, s- some of this we're going to actually talk about. Uh, we've got a district site council meeting coming up mm-hmm. uh, Monday, March 4th. And we're going to talk a little bit about budget dollars and, and what we're doing there. And ESSER positions fall right into that. Uh, our ESSER three dollars, which are COVID relief funds. Sure. I can't tell you what the acronym stands for. It's all right. But they're... <laughs> As for relief funds, we will expend 99% of our dollars uh, by June 30th this year. Federal law says they all have to be expended by September 30 of 2024, next fall. So we have several positions that were funded that way. We're going to try to take on a lot of those. We can't take them all on. It it doesn't work within our general fund budget to, to do that. So we got to figure out again, where do we get most bang for our buck? What's needed immediately? What can we roll back in possibly mm-hmm. later down the road? But uh, that, that'll be a, a big, uh, it's been a conversation at the board level. It'll continue to be a, a conversation through uh, site council. So people are understanding, you know, that, hey, we're, we're not cutting staff that has been here, but we may have some staff members that either hours are cut back or the position no longer is there just mm-hmm. because it can't be funded. Right. And one thing that we learned, you know, COVID, extremely difficult. Let's not forget that because I think some people have have just stepped away from it. It was a national crisis and tragedy. But one thing that those dollars did is they opened up some opportunities for some programs within schools. And now we've seen, because we've been living it, that mattered. That was helpful. Mm -hmm. It was serving. Kids were growing. We were uh, able to meet a need. And I just want to thank you for recognizing that and for being a good steward of time and dollars and saying, look, we, we want to try to continue this. If we're not getting the federal dollars, I guess it was federal, state, whatever, Those were all federal. Uh, we're still going to take that on. And I think that, you know, the average citizen isn't supposed to have to dig into that. But that matters. When we see that something is working, then we want to own it within our district. And, and honestly, I'm grateful that mm-hmm. we had that support from the federal government to open the door to, to be able to say, wow, you know, this is a pretty good thing and we see growth from it. Yeah, it, it's been that, that way, you know, on the physical side when it's come to extra nursing hours. It's be that, been that way on the middle side or the counseling mental yep. health side with an extra counselor in the district. There's, there's been a lot of benefits that have come out of those funds. Well, and, and thank you to you and Ben Proctor for constantly keeping it in front of us. Hey, this isn't going to be here forever. We have to plan for it. Because I look at USD 259, and I'll just be honest, as, as a former student and a resident of Wichita, I'd be a little aggravated if I was heard, you know, we're going to have to cut X number of million from the budget next year because we didn't, this COVID money is going away. We knew everybody mm-hmm. that was in education when that money came in that it was limited. So to not plan for it is not responsible. You've done a great job, as did Ben, in helping us know right away. This is what we have. Here's when it runs out. So thanks for that. So you said maybe you could say a little bit about legislation topics. And, yeah. and we're supposed to try not to let it get political in here. But you're very good at that, too. But what is important for people to know? And, and how can they become better informed so they can do a good job? I would say listen, pay attention. Mm-hmm. Not everything that's being legislated or talked about in committee makes it to uh, local media. So take a look at the legislative website and see what bills are being talked about. Go to the legislative breakfast that are that makes when, when they're offered. Mm-hmm. 
just show up and, and have a voice. And I would encourage you to have a voice for USD 460 mm -hmm. uh, because we don't want to see uh, funding cuts, which I don't think we will see this year. That's not been on anybody's radar. Uh, there has been talk of changing some uh, special education uh, state matches that uh, would help us out significantly. Uh, as I think most everybody listening would know that we are in a special education co-op with Newton, mm -hmm. and we pay them an assessment every year out of our general fund. And when we don't get our statutory 92% of that back, that comes straight out of a general ed funds. Mm -hmm. All kids are general ed kids, mm -hmm. but uh, when we're taking general ed funds and putting those specifically into special education, that lowers the amount of money that we have per capita for everybody. Right, and that's just the facts, folks. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that's that's really helpful to hear that. And, you know, I don't think there's anybody that would ever that's say... That's no cap, no cap. No cap, yeah. No cap. We haven't used... <laughs> Street, street I couldn't line. stop myself. It was in my eyes. Straight talk gonna, yeah, for a while. I know, I know. No, but truly, I, have you ever met a person that could look you in the eye and honestly say, well, that was a waste to put that kid through school? I mean, I've never heard anybody say that it was truly a waste. This morning, I was with somebody that has uh, two USD 460 graduates in their family, and one of those graduates is a pharmacist, and the other one has completed his DDS and is now in medical school to become a maleofacial surgeon or whatever it is that helps you after you've wrecked your whole face in a car accident. And I'm thinking, those two kids went to Heston High School, yeah. and that was not a waste of anybody's tax dollars because they are going to be doing a lot of good. Already Absolutely. Are. Absolutely. We have we have wide-ranging impacts from USD 460 across the board. It's, Absolutely. If you went back, it would be really interesting to see who does what over over the time who has graduated from Hessen High or been USD 460 and what all they do. That's I mean, right. It'd be a cool study. It really would be. That's a, that's a doctoral thesis for somebody. Well, I, I can speak for myself being gone mm -hmm. for, you know, 16 years. Right. It was really cool for me to come back and see what all of my former graduates right. were doing and yeah. how many of them are doing something right mm -hmm. back here in Heston yeah. that's productive. So yeah. that, to me, that's awesome. And a good calling card for the community right. that their graduates want to come back home. Right. Yeah. And I'll just say a lot of them are in the service the call they've answered the call to be teachers yep. and and shout out to those people yeah absolutely and to those who announce games at the shed okay easy <laughs> <So>. <laughs> kevin what else do you want us to know are you getting any time in the fishing boat or on the golf course uh, i went out and played four holes uh sunday afternoon that which was many fun. yeah four? come well, on man you know We've started this th thing at your urging, uh, Susan. Uh, we have now a, a trap team at the high school. Awesome. Yeah, and uh, we had our first uh, safety training on site that day. Little shout out to uh, Ryan and Regina Roth for letting us use their farm to do that. Thank you, Roth. We had one of those Sunday mm -hmm. afternoon. We'll have another one this Saturday morning. Yeah, I think there were 14, 14 kids showed up on Sunday. 14 and, on Sunday. And, and 13 uh, are signed up for Saturday. Makes uh, me happy. Up to 14 on Saturday, yeah. and it might be a couple more. So, uh, that's hey, can you just quickly give because there's going to be some people. What trap animals? Oh, we'll get we're going to get Eilert on here because he okay. posted about that. But, I guarantee. But, but, but yeah, shooting, absolutely. Can you give the the Reader's Digest overview? Yeah, it started in Kansas ten to twelve years ago uh, with about twenty teams. It's up over one hundred teams now across the state. Uh, the way Heston is doing it, we're treating it more as a club. So mm -hmm. no, no tax dollars are going into this. 
it is truly a voluntary thing. We are taking donations if anyone wants to provide some money. Uh, that that would be awesome. Uh, target cost and ammo yeah. cost are, are kind of high. Yeah. But uh, it is a competition that we will do on Saturday mornings at a uh, local range. Mm-hmm. And uh, they call it a virtual competition. And the fact that we'll shoot at our home range, record our scores online against everybody else. Okay. And then at the state competition, it's where it's truly all the teams right. are together. But, uh, you know, it's it's exciting. The kids have fun. It is a, uh, it's one of those that it's a high responsibility sport. Mm-hmm. And kids, I've, I haven't been around any that haven't stepped up to the plate. Yeah. So really looking forward to that being here at Heston. Yeah. Well, I look, I, you know, I can speak from not from the Kansas perspective, but my uncle and aunt live five miles west of Beatrice, Nebraska. And there's the Beatrice Gun Club out there by where they, they hosted a high school event. There were cars lined up on both sides of the road for two miles in any direction. That's how big it was in Nebraska. So to be embracing that here in Kansas, thinking, hey, this is something that we can get behind. I like it a lot. Yeah. And I will be the first to say there would have been a time in my life when I would have been a skeptic. And I still um, am probably um, someone that feels like it's important to control firearms as much as we can and still give people their Second Amendment rights. Um, But I just really think there are very few kids that go out and make poor choices because they were so overwhelmed by school support and involvement. Mm -hmm. And what this is, is this captures a group of kids that might not have plugged in someplace else, some of them, and then they feel a part of things and they feel connected. And that's what makes us be good citizens. Absolutely. Absolutely right. Next up, bass fishing. We'll get a Hess High School bass fishing team. Oh, did I say that out loud? <laughs> I, I thought that was going to be funded by the Rusty Witcher um, plan. Well, I, I don't. I can write about it. I've written about it before. Not a problem. I've <laughs> Kevin, thank you so, thank you so much, much for Kevin. Joining really, us. Susan else? Rusty, thank you very much. Yeah. I appreciate Absolutely. the time. We know where you're at. We'll be bugging you. And Absolutely. Get you back here every time we can. Yeah, so. yeah. The updates are great, and I think it, people listen and see, and like, oh, oh, they put it. They put the words and the pictures, the words together. Oh, yeah, this is making sense. Here we go. This good is going to be cool. Stuff. I can tell you. Yeah. Much I, good. I, I know you had bowling on earlier. Yeah. I know you gave a plug out to high school basketball, both boys yeah. and girls. Uh, keep in mind, we have middle school league wrestling this week. Okay, I didn't know. So all, all the awesome. best to our yes. middle school re- league wrestlers. That's right. And league high school music tomorrow. Yeah, league so, high school music. Okay, wow. Don't, Thank don't, you. Don't want to leave those no, 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 absolutely. Out. No, we, we try and fo- we cultivate our athletes and foster the arts. It, it's a good thing. So, all right. Yeah. Yes. Jackie is here, too. Hello, hello. So, thank you, Kevin. Thank you. Good to see you. So, all. I'm, I'm going to exit. Okay. I'm guessing you've got some Heston Public Library stuff. I have three PDFs that I'm looking at to be able to run through this in pretty okay. short order. All right. Uh, March 7th. So, bef- let me preface all of this. Melissa Drismala has been amazing, uh-huh. and we have our um, adult and teen programming back up and going. I'm, I know that we'd love to have Melissa on here in the near future. We will. We will. We will. Um, but yeah, just to preview some of the things that she's been doing and she can talk more about the details. Um, March 7th. These are registration required. Um, all of our events that are happening pretty soon. March 7, we have a gardening workshop. We are partnering with Nenaska Maid, um, Megan Austin. It's okay. a, a local gardener. We are hosting this at the Prairie Lab at the Arboretum. All right. Um, people are going to get the chance to hear. Uh, we're going to have um, Katie Schmidt is going to be doing a quick little 
here's here's what we know about native plants. Mm -hmm. um, and then they're going to be able to get hands-on and get in the dirt and do a seed starter pack and plant some groupings and talk about garden layout. Um, so we can kick off your spring right with a lot of gardening tips and tricks and then able to take everything home to start your garden. Um, and again, that is March 7. March and if 7. You, if you'd like to register, get a hold of the library. Um, you can send us an email at programminghpl at gmail.com. That'll go straight to Melissa. Programming at Gmail. Gmail.com. Fabulous. Yep. So There are a lot of letters that just my brain chumbling stopped. Okay, it's a good. horrible email address, but it's uh. the best we've got. Um, so that will reach Melissa directly. Or you can give us a call, drop us a Facebook note. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, just give us a call and let us know that you would like to register for that. Um, coming up also in March, from March 18th through the 23rd, we have our Peeps Diorama Contest is making a comeback. So if you, I am stuck. Okay, there we go. There we go. Um, <laughs> my name tag stuck to the thing. So if you are the creative type, uh, if you're the creative type, we have a Peeps Diorama Contest. So what that basically means is you get a whole bunch of Peeps and you create your favorite literary scene Ooh. out of Peeps. Uh, we have seen some incredible things like Harry Peeper and... <laughs> That's pretty good. Harry, Harry Peeper was probably one of my favorites. Um, we have uh, the Peeperit Garden. Okay. That was another fun one. And the, the cool thing is that these, these entries fall during spring break. So if you're a family and you're like, what am I going to do with these kids? Perfect. Go out, get a shoebox, put together a Peeps diorama. We have an incredibly cool... I'm going to say the word, everyone hang on, Squishmallow, peep prize for the winner. Okay. Um, and we will have the people's choice. Oh. I know, right? This is my favorite thing ever. <laughs> it's so cheesy. It, no, it's sweet. It's not cheesy. It's super sweet. Uh-huh. Um, so, yeah, the, the rules are pretty simple. We're going to have, they all have to be made of peeps. Okay. Um, all the characters have to be made of peeps. If you want to incorporate other candy, that's fine. If you want to do paper, doesn't matter. Find yourself a shoebox or anything that is 18 by 18, an Amazon box, and okay. make your diorama. Drop it off anytime between the 18th and the 23rd. Voting will take place on, drum roll please, the 25th through the 5th. Okay. We will have the people's choice voting. Uh -huh. um, then there will also be age categories. So we will have, please make sure you put what age category you're right. in. You're zero to five, you're six to 12, and then adults and teens. Okay. Um, if you would like to submit one as a family, you can totally do that. Um, and then the winner will be announced on April 8th. So this is going to run the most of the month of March. Um Okay. Bring it in. It's going to be fun. Yeah. So if, if cool. you are a creative type, we have peeps. And then if you are a planner on April 18th, okay. we're getting a little further out, Melissa Carlson is going to be teaching a sourdough for beginners class. Okay. This is going to be, um, we are working with Heston Area Senior Center. And our goal is that everyone will be able to take home a loaf of baked sourdough bread. Okay. And then also their own st sourdough starter. starter. Mm -hmm. um, registration for the sourdough class is requested as well. And again, right. 
you can call, text, send a carrier pigeon, swing in, mm -hmm. whatever brings you joy. Um, but I am most excited about the fact that we have adult and teen programming that is coming cool. back. That's wonderful. Uh, and as, as usual, because we are taxpayer funded, you do not have to pay anything at the door. You have already paid for mm -hmm. all of your activities. So everything offered through Heston Public Library is totally free. Um, gardening workshop, March 7th. Come in. Have fun. Yes. Sign up. Get your yes. garden started. Yes. Um, and over spring break, take some time. You can combine, like, creativity and candy and literary care. I mean, come on. Yeah. It's going to be fun. That's right. So that's what we have going on at the library, cool. along with a slug of other stuff. Um, yeah, we have a cart going out right now for the, the union that we've partnered with. Um, we are getting into after-school activities. Uh -huh. We have some pop art on the wall that's a bunch of presidents chewing bubblegum. Um, Wonderful. Yeah, it's been it's been fantastic. So if you ever have anything come up, um, I put this on Facebook the other day, but this is an important reminder for everyone. Um, there has been a scam email going around from public library saying that you owe money. That is not us. If you have an email like that, if you ever get anything that the library says we owe them money, call us. Mm -hmm. um, we don't take payment over email or app or anything else. Yeah. So if, if you say, hey, the library says I owe the money, just give us a call. We'll get you all squared away. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Jackie. Yep, yep. We have a lot of stuff going on here in H-Town, <laughs> like always. And we've always said, if you're bored in H-Town, it's your own fault. That is going to do it for us. You've been listening to the Weekly Walker H-Town, a podcast sponsored by the Heston Public Library with equipment from USW Local 11228. Forces and Lamb, I'm Rusty Witcher. Butchering the outro like I can. Uh, we'll, we will talk to you guys next week. <laughs>